How are you guys saying? What are you, what are you guys saying? Where's Nathaniel? Hello. 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 Louder. All right. Hola. Yes. Louder. All right. Louder. Hola. Yes. Yeah. Now it's voice of things. Hola. Huh? Maybe what? just turn up the. No, no, Orla, don't change anything. Don't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a suggestion, but yeah, it's all right. Really incorrect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please, I just changed so much. <laughs> My mouse hovering cool. over the settings button. <laughs> yeah. turn, turn it up a touch. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck it. I'll leave this in. Sounds good. All right. <clears throat> Actually, I went. <laughs> I won't leave any of this in. Oh, maybe I'll pull it at the end. Maybe I'll pull it at the end. Yeah, I'll pull it at the end. I'll pull it at the end. Um. I'm cutting all of this up. <laughs> hey guys! <laughs> so, has a, has a podcast started now? Alright, uh, you'll know when it started, alright? Um. <laughs> hey guys! So, we, hey guys! Welcome back! <laughs> <laughs> so, your questions, that's, that's the other thing, real quick, before we begin. Uh, I will get into it. Cool. <laughs> get to it, bro. I can sing like a down canary if you need me to. Who, who, <laughs> who, who let him in? <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to. Actually, well, I need silence. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the latest episode of Darny XD. We've got. Callum. There we go. We're gonna do it again. Uh, uh, hey guys, welcome back to the latest episode of Darnie XC. Today with me, we've got a few special guests. We've got Orla, lovely girl, known him for a while. We've got Callum, lovely guy, known him for a while. We've got Nathaniel, you know who he is. He's a black guy. And today we're gonna get into romance because it's the Halloween. Not Halloween. Um, it's the. Oh, I don't do it again. I gotta do it again. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got to do it again. Hey guys, welcome back to this episode of Darnie XC. We have Orla, we have Callum. They're both very respectable individuals that I've known for a while. Now we have Nathaniel, and he's back, and he's hard to find, and he's no longer in Scotland, so he should be a bit more available. Welcome back, guys. This is the uh, this is the uh, romance episode. This is our, uh, what's it called? What's that holiday called? Valentine's. This is our Valentine's special, you know? And I thought, what, what, who, who best to get? Who best to get? for this podcast but two people in actual healthy relationships as opposed to me and Nathaniel because you know we're swine we're swine Nathaniel just went to Scotland for Funani so you know what he's like (laughs) (laughs) so that's actually the reason you went to Scotland Nathaniel nah man I went to Scotland just because my mates were like yo like I'm I'm gonna go visit a mate up in Scotland and I was like yo I just went through two weeks of fucking straight essays so fuck it, I'm just gonna go up my place to gay Just do a bunch of <laughs> fucking <laughs> I'm just gonna be out here, man. You know what I'm saying? I was I... out here, it was a good time. Exactly. As a doobie, as a doobie. Love to see it. Yeah, many doobies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do not man. admit that on a live broadcast. Now, Jesus, no. <laughs> oh, I don't, oh, oh, I don't care. Okay. Going straight to jail. Straight to jail. I want it. Straight I want to see them try. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Alright guys, I, 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 I gotta be a host for a second, gotta be a host for a second. Alright, so this is the Valentine's episode, and I ask you guys to, you know, to think about a few questions, I know Nathaniel hasn't thought about any of them, so why don't we go through, you know, and uh, I'm joking Nathaniel, you know I love you. Um, we're gonna go through some of these questions, the first question I think is a great one, and I think uh, it's something we've all thought about, through dating, whether in relationships, outside of relationships, it's something that, you know, is very important, red flags. Red flags. Now, I asked you guys to think about three red flags, but I want to hear the red flag you guys think is the most deterious, the one that you would keep as far away from you as possible, and then we can have some honourable mentions at the end. So, I guess I'll uh, kick it off. For me, the biggest fucking red flag, yeah? Insecurity. In fucking security, alright? And here's why it's the biggest red flag. An insecure person can lose trust, lose trust, lose your trust, sorry, sorry, can stop trusting you, and then, and then you're like, why? And they're like, I don't know why. Amen. Can't do nothing with that. Tell them Yeah, I agree. An insecure person, yeah? You're like, yo, you're not, you're not allowed to tell women to calm down if they're insecure, yeah? You gotta be like... Tell him to remain calm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Callum already Slightly. stole my red flag. <laughs> Slightly repackage it. And it's all good, man. That's how it be. Yeah, like if you, like, I like bigger women. I can't make fat jokes around them if they're insecure. Mm. Not even around them. About other people. I obviously don't think you're fat. I'm parading you around. Amen. The true prize. Anyway, yeah. what about you guys? Insecurity is the biggest one for me, just because like, I feel like eventually yeah. when you're with someone who's so insecure, it rubs off on you, it starts making you feel more conscious because they're yeah. picky and this becomes this whole thing. Yeah, yeah I think you, can't, you have to be secure within yourself before you can make someone else feel secure. Mm. I think adding on to what you were saying, Darnell, the insecurity thing, I was thinking um, being controlling. Uh, I think this goes both ways, it goes yeah, back in my brain, sure. you know? Because sure. um, I think red flags can differ between boys and girls, you know, and perhaps in my case, I don't know, I never really sat down and thought about what red flags do I have when meeting someone, you know, but when I look to other people or think about, you know, perhaps what maybe I once experienced, you know, you look into people being controlling towards you or, again, going into the fact of not trusting you, you know, which I think leads into the idea of being insecure and stuff and it can result in something quite toxic, you know, and it's quite difficult to fix. Yeah. 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 No, I agree with that. I mean, my um, my red flag was kind of maybe slightly controversial, but kind of building on that. Let's say the situation is I'm going out with my girls. I'm all dressed up. I got that little black dress on. I'm looking good. Maybe I send a pic to a guy I'm seeing, and he we have an argument about what I'm wearing, and the guy pulls out the phrase. It's not that I don't trust you, it's other guys I don't mm. trust. That is oh, a red flag. Oh, okay. <laughs> Generally, I mean, not only is that kind of saying, put your tits away so you don't get raped, but really, you don't trust me at all, and you want me mm. to change, and you're trying to find a PC way of telling me that. Mm. And I just, I'm not about guys who are so insecure that they can't 
let other people see me looking good like you should be like damn that's my woman well done yeah i think me. you should be proud yeah. of you know you know exactly yeah you know, like you said yeah that, that's my girl you know yeah, yeah. yeah it's like yeah like i get there's an element of you know you're like oh god like I'm, I do worry for you because the world is a dangerous place, but I understand that the responsibility is not on you to get changed so another girl gets raped instead of you. It's, yeah. on, it's on society to become a better place, you know? But they got the to gotta, like, <laughs> let you live your own life, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, vibe like, out with like, your friends. Bro, at a certain point, why don't you just fucking write a list? You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta be a big arsehole, man. You'd have to be yeah. a big arsehole to tell me who I can't spend my time with. That's what it be. Oh man, no, I think my biggest like, one. And the thing, the worst thing say. is, it has, it, you, like, in that equation, or like, when someone's telling you, like, or sort of making you feel bad about what you're wearing, like you're doing something wrong, in that moment, it has nothing to do with you. It, exactly. It's completely their relationship with the world. It's yeah, the story and they're making in their yeah, head. and it makes you second guess yourself like i probably will suddenly feel really self-conscious and be like oh maybe i should go change or whatever even if i know they're wrong it still will make me go uh maybe i should change i feel a bit icky you now and that's so shit because before i was really feeling myself yeah what a fucking waste Imagine having a imagine having a girlfriend as beautiful as all, and you're like, dress worse. Aww, thank you. <laughs> 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 dress worse. Look uglier. Yeah, I want you to look worse. <laughs> I want you to look as ugly as Go me. Go on, do it for me. Alright, Nathaniel, you've been a uh, you've been a bit quiet. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll 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 say probably my biggest is just like. I think my biggest is going out somewhere, you know, we're vibing out, and then they're just like, you know, someone does something maybe mildly strange, and then they're just like really rude directly to them for no reason. Oh, I've like seen people confrontational people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That brings confrontation and shit out of nowhere. I if some if someone if I go to see someone and then we're the entire time she's just chatting about like this kind of drama that's going on in her life and these people that are doing all this this and this kind of thing and like she and that's all that she chats about no there's absolutely no way you're you're you're, you're out here there are problems that surround you and I don't want to have to be brought into that you feel me yeah the vibe yeah, you're feeling like your aura bro <laughs> I the vibe the vibes are off in this location I just want to chill out and vibe. People need to learn to stay in their own lane. That's what it is. And I've, I've, I've encountered, I've encountered some people. I've encountered some chicks who just do not stay in their own lane, and it causes them problems. And I don't want to have to be brought into those problems. Mm-mm, ain't about it. See, zero I degrees. Toxic person who is always talking about drama and getting involved in drama. Like that's so toxic. Yeah. Exactly. I feel we're in a phase of our lives where that's quite common as well, to be fair. Oh, I just thought oh, of yeah. a new red flag. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. To build on what all is saying. Like, mm. in, and I'm, I'm not acting anyone here. You guys know I am, but I have to say that to be political. Now, <laughs> certain people, like, they always feel like they fall out with people and it's the other person's fault. When, always, some, yeah, when someone has so much drama and they're constantly falling out with people, that's a super red flag. Because it shows they don't know how to sustain a relationship. Yes. Even in a like friendship context. So mm-hmm. then when you go into more even and even in more intense sorry, 
<laughs> romantic episode, like relationships. Sorry, like it's it's doomed to fail. Like it's it's yeah. doomed to be like faster. I, I feel you learn a lot about how to make relationships work by how you've made your friendships work over the years. And if you can't do that, there's no way you can merge your life with someone else's because that's a lot of work and trust and communication. And if you're a drama loving who just wants to start fights all the time, that's just not going to work. Yeah, 100%. And my thing is as well, like, it, I think you kind of have to recognize who you are. Like, for me, I'm quite confrontational. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows me will tell you that. Um, in, in a romantic setting, I try to be less confrontational, but if you confront me, a confrontation's happening. Like, it, I'm never, I'm, oh, yeah. it's so hard for me to be like, I'm just gonna go for a walk and we can talk about this later. Like, I need it sorted then and there. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. I ain't, I don't, I don't like sitting around waiting for some, for an issue to be resolved. Let's do it now. Let, yeah. Let's sort something yeah, out. Yeah, we don't know, bitch. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the way it can be, though, right? Which is why I was thinking, um, perhaps sometimes it might be worth hanging on, leaving it, sleeping overnight, or Mm. waiting till later to discuss it. Because one of you might be on fumes or something, and hence, Mm. she even says you jokingly said, "Let's get it now, bitch." But it could result in (laughs) a fire you did not want, and something which ends up being way worse than it would otherwise have been if you'd just given it a minute, i.e., or longer than a minute. And talked about it when you were both cooler. That was very fair. Yeah. Yeah, but do you know what? In all you can speak to this. You're um, you're obviously speaking for all women today. Um, mm-hmm. when, it, when, when it feels like when I try to be like, look, I need to calm down. Yeah, and I need to like move away and really chill out before I speak to you about this. When girls usually don't take that well. Like <laughs> they usually they're usually not like, oh, okay, I'll give you the time you need. It's more like. I'll send you texts and I'll keep talking the whole time. Like, and then it's like, then I haven't had any distance away from it. No. So then yeah. it's like, I'm still on fumes. You know, I'm not a very angry person. I just don't have energy for conflict that goes nowhere. I'm confrontational yeah. because I like to solve issues. I come from a toxic family, you know, a kind of broken family. So it's very important for me that anything that could become a resentment, anything that's an elephant in the room, it's just sorted there and then. But I do appreciate, Callum, that like, yeah, there would have been a lot of situations where if I just walked away and thought about it, maybe, like I've, I've ended things with people because they've pissed me off too much that day. <laughs> You know, like, and maybe if I just slept on it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it's crazy how different you can feel the day after about something. Oh, you yeah. just had time with yourself to think about something. And because not only are you thinking about it, but the person who you've had this confrontation with is also thinking about it. Yeah. And then you might be able to find some compromise the day later or something like yeah. that. It's a whole different it's, it's a whole different mindset, yo. Yeah. I think it's about knowing yourself and knowing your partner and knowing what you need in that moment because sometimes you do just need to talk about it rather than letting things get resentful and stir up but other times i generally just go you know what i'm getting angry about nothing i need a moment to go sit away from you and then so i can come Mm -hmm. back so that i'm not going to be a bitch to you right now because i don't want to do that yeah exactly it takes a lot of maturity to be able to do that for sure um it does I think it takes time for everyone, and it's hard to follow these rules down to a T. You know, like, uh, I mean, most people don't even follow the Ten Commandments. You know, people get killed all the time. So, yeah. 
It's hard to follow these rules sometimes. You should have you should feel hard on yourself. If, uh... <laughs> Wait, no, I saw yeah, a couple some, of those. Some people be killing all the time. <laughs> 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 yeah, I probably should have been to different. Using the same vein over and over. Over. Oh, the full oh side of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 okay. On to the next question. I feel like we've, uh, we've done flags quite well. Um, mm. Top one personality trait you think you need or you look for in a partner? Personality trait. I'm going to say this, all right? And this this might be be overvaluing a trait, but mm. it's something that no matter what, I'm, it always infatuates me. If a girl, listen, this to each their own. Right. If a girl can make me laugh, but like, like a genuine laugh, not like this girl's paying enough that I'll laugh at what she's saying. Like, <laughs> like this girl without consent is making me laugh. You know. <laughs> I did not let her. La- I did not let her make me laugh. But I'm laughing all the same. Yeah. <laughs> I get that actually. When it's just too funny, you're like, actually, you know what? You're genuinely funny. You're. This is yeah. good. Exactly. I don't know exactly. Yeah. Cause I, I also think like people who know they're funny have an air of confidence about them. I was gonna mm. say being like really naturally funny is attractive because it shows confidence. What about you guys then? But I will like fully overvalue this. Like an ugly girl will make me laugh, and she'll go from a five to a seven. Yeah. I think I'd be the I, same. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making people laugh, yeah, it's brilliant. And I was thinking, perhaps seg- segueing from that. And uh, I don't know how to. Um, I don't know the right word for it. I want to say intelligence, um, but I don't think that's the right word. What I like to do all the time Action. on TV and everything, perhaps I like to criticize things a lot. You know. And yeah. I always just like discussing things. Perhaps you can say debating. Not, oh, yeah, debating. Yeah, you, you enjoy being the devil's advocate. Sure. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And so with that, I love being able to discuss my devil's advocate opinions or having yeah. someone who is a devil's advocate and just having a full, and from there, a full blown, who knows, hour long discussion or even longer can form from that. And I just find that so, what's the word? Intellectually stimulating or something yeah. like this. You know? And I find that, yeah, I think that really adds value. Yeah, wow. I would say that's like important in like I think for most relationships, it's really important to be able to be able to discuss and like get on the same level and be each other at the same pace and mm-hmm. yeah. And also to not get personal sometimes, which is yeah. I think a big thing. A lot of people like I've had some conversations like that with people, and there's certain people who place a part of their identity in their views as opposed to just believing and having sort of malleable thoughts that can change organically with time. Mm. They're set in it because it becomes who they are. Like, I remember like a girl saying that I'm mansplaining and me being like, look, you're, you're white. And if you're trying to somehow be like, I've had an easier life than you because I'm a guy, we can swap. Like, you don't get to belittle what I'm saying because I'm a guy. I wouldn't be like your woman explaining, yeah. even though you're chatting all this shit. 
not adding anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do not tell me this one. This is not. This is not my ex. This is not the ex. <laughs> Very intriguing, but we'll run it still. I'd say. Wait, it's I'd like, say. God damn, you know? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yes, I do know. Wait, I will give one top personality trait as part of the. Nathaniel? Alright, I'll give you a personality trait. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he gave you an editing nightmare. No, I gave you Okay, I'd say that, like, my main personality trait that I would say is important is probably just, like, being confident in oneself. Just like no matter like what kind of traits or um, person that they are, they are completely confident in it and they own it. I I know like a lot of straight like weird people, and I enjoy that because they're just like completely confident in that yeah. fact, and they just kind of vibe with it. And that. that's that's something that I can really like. I can really fuck with and I can really respect, and I really enjoy being around people like that. So I, that would really, I think that would be a, a very important thing for me. It's just, I mean, I guess it ties the the like kind of counter to that is again insecurity and shit. It's just being like understanding yourself, knowing yourself to a certain degree, and really just fucking with yourself. And that is a very fun time to be around that kind of person. Yeah, the man just fucked me over, bro. <laughs> I just want to feel good vibes, dog. That's it. I want to have a good time. I want to. That's it, fam. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You called it out straight up. I like that. Good shit. Right. Yeah. For my personality trait, I think I always used to say, like, humor. But from my, like, my current relationship, I've learned that what I really value is someone who's kind. Are you I saying your boyfriend's someone... not funny? <laughs> <laughs> no, he is, he is, he is. Okay, he's great. 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 Yeah, so I don't mean someone who you can just walk all over, but someone who's like generally a kind and considerate person. And I think not just because that makes them like a really good partner, but I think it makes you better as a person to be around someone who's just so good. Mm. Um, and I've, I've become to really value that, whereas before, I don't know, maybe I was a bit more superficial about it, I don't know. I feel it takes stuff from you as well, like, because people who are too kind can be walked all over. Yeah. And so do you feel it's a two-way street where, sure, one can be too, one can be you know, really kind. Yeah, um, can't but... be with takers. Nah. You takers have don't have to exactly stop taking. Absolutely. You can be a kind person and have backbone, and I think that's important, is to know your worth as a kind person, you know, yeah. and not just to completely give all of exactly. yourself to everyone you need to pick and choose your battles uh, i also do you know what? i've written this down as well um, uh, as an honorable mention 
lack of compassion. So I put anywhere from not holding the door open to someone to being rude to a waiter. And, and I realised, like, I, I wrote this as well. Christian values? With a question mark after Because I feel like maybe Christian values, even though I'm, like, atheist or agnostic now, like, I still follow them. And yeah. people who don't really get to me. Like, yeah. when, like I, I don't know. It's like the, 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 kind, the nature in someone to say thank you after a meal or stack up the plates after a meal. It doesn't seem like a big thing, but enough of those little moments definitely do make you a nicer person. They're like habits you build that will make you a better person. It's yeah. super and important. Then, as them being your partner, you kind of, you see them and they kind of lead this example and you go, you know what, I, I could do better too. You know, I could be a bit more thoughtful too. This is, you know, I think it's important for relationships to not like change you but like improve you and you grow together and you become better people together and you learn mm. from each other or one of you become a better person because you can yeah. take, you can take a horse to water order but you can't always make it drink and no no some it's of these bitches, be a choice. they ain't trying to drink nah <laughs> they, ain't they want to die they quenched they <laughs> 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 just quenched they quenched <laughs> Ain't got no more thirst. They want no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, They'd yeah. rather die. <laughs> Nobody dies with us. <laughs> Alright. Now, actually, do you know what? Be, that, I do want to linger on this a little bit more. Be kinder. Some of some of you guys are just mean. You don't need to be mean, <laughs> right? Like someone will offer you a flyer, and you'll say, "Uh, no, just take the flyer and throw it in a yeah. bin." Yeah. Why are you being so mean? <laughs> I've never, yo, if someone if I was hanging out with someone and they saw someone handing out a flyer and they said, "Uh, I would just leave. I just work in the other direction. I've worked that shit. I've worked that shit. I've worked that shit. That shit is the most soul wrenching. I don't know why." But when you make eye contact with someone and then they quickly look away from you because they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to acknowledge your existence. It makes you feel like you're a human being. It makes you feel it's like you're terrible. Terrible. <laughs> it makes you feel If it means anything, yeah. I walked past a fly guy once and I took two from him and I threw them both in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I took them. Thank you for your service. Thank you for Thank your you. service. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when it's time you see a flyer guy, guys, think, what would Callum do? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and who knows what was on the fucking flyer? Give it a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, never shit, might change your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that was so crazy. Alright, uh, no, we already spoke about that. Okay, if you had to give your younger self one piece of advice, romantic advice. What would you, 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 what would you tell yourself? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Not worth <laughs> No, for sure, for sure. You know, you look back on that, I look back in seconds, you just go, I don't know, it's like, brother, you, you can actually be a cunt. <laughs> you know, you know. Obviously, as a kid, you know, you just don't understand anything. You know, yeah. Like other people's feelings and shit. And it's all a fucking game. But you don't need to learn that. Then 
I feel, I feel that uh, no, no, no matter what happens in your younger years, as in particularly given the fact we're all what, 22, 23, and so our younger selves are leading back into, <laughs> even then, our younger selves compared to older people than us, our younger selves would be secondary school, right? Mm. And so I just feel there isn't, in my, in my experience, I mean, there's, just, there's not much to learn. You know? <laughs> as, as, as in, Callum was as, born as in, with relationships, big instinct, man. You know, it's a million born and it just starts climbing straight away. <laughs> no, as in, as, in, as in, I feel. How do I word this? No, I think I think I think I get what you're saying. Like the world is at, at that stage, the world isn't big enough for you to learn the big lessons. Yeah, you know, yeah, to you, learn. yeah. So you end up you end up either is causing too much trouble, hurting people, or hurting yourself. You know, yeah. in all, in everyone's cases, I feel. I think know? that's what a lot of people they hurt themselves. They think exactly. they have weight, and and this is the advice. Just to build up what you're saying, my advice would be: you are powerless. <laughs> like, <laughs> no matter how much you yeah, try, yeah, you are a slave to circumstance. That's true. That's actually <laughs> facts, you know. At that yeah, stage of your life, you do is when you're when you're slightly older, relationships mm. are older, things are fuck up. Then you have more mature people, more mature friends around you to actually mm. get a lesson from that. You and need such, like you new a... people. Like your your circle widens just because of like because you're like, introduced to larger. Hey but uh, yeah, everyone around you is naturally more mature, so they can give you mm. better advice as well. Because yeah. you can't, yeah, because your friends are really valuable when it comes to learning lessons, especially in the relationship front. And I feel naturally in in, uh, in younger years, you won't have that. But as you get older, you will. And so I just feel leave the lessons till then. Yeah. This is my favorite really talk about. Because I've, I've always thought, why did I waste my time? Like, I feel like I didn't. Like you're saying, like I don't, I'm too young to really learn anything from any from uh, relationships. I just got hurt, and I just, mm. it just ruined me. It just ruined my social life because everyone hated who I was dating. <laughs> so it was just a waste of time because the people around me weren't mature enough to be there for me, and I wasn't mature enough to actually learn from anything. So I fuck with that. You can if take a horse to water. Just focus on school, man. Yeah, cool. I look back and it's fucking cringe. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm, doing your GCSEs. I'm sorry. I'm cut. I'll block that. I'll cut. I'll bleep out. <laughs> I'm just be like, yo, nigga, you meant to be doing your GCSEs right now, nigga. Yeah. Just vibe. Like, yeah, no, just, stay- just, just, literally everything. Everything, but you know, oh, I experienced or even witnessed. You know, you think mm. back and go, damn, like nothing, like, none of that actually needed to happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you think when you're, you're when you're a young person, like, oh, he's got to get 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 girlfriend, all this shit. You know, it's cool, all this stuff. Yeah. But you forget on the other end of that, there's feelings. There's, there's you know, there's people. That, you know, people feel things. You know, yeah, it's <laughs> hard work. Of course, you know, they're they're genuinely a commitment and I just don't think these are things one can realise or I I honestly feel like, um, I I get what you're saying, like, nothing needed to happen, but the reason I tell myself I'm powerless is so that all of those things that are going to happen still happen, so I still learn those lessons. Yeah. Like, if 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 I was just like... Like, okay, all I'm using you as an example, but it's it's one of my stand-up sets, so do you know what I mean? You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so like, you know, okay, I had a crush in all of like year eight, yeah. Mm. 
baguette. And I say, Callum, do you know what? I think I'm going to ask her out, bro. I think I'm going to do it. And then he's like, yeah, oh, bro, go for oh, it, bro. And he's standing like, you know where the stairs are, you know? Was like, Costa as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you doing with that? I believe So, So you guys are standing up the stairs, about 100 meters, that, and that's where all the nerds reside. Um, it's like the back of the lower mm. playground, yeah? Um, now, Orla was with the cool girls on the other side, so I had about 100 meters, about, maybe, about, maybe about 60, maybe about 70 yards. All right. Now, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm walking halfway through. I, you know, I get, I get shaky feet. Uh, you know, I, I turn back to Callum and he just gives me a thumbs up from the distance. And I'm like, yeah, and I give him a thumbs up back. And I'm like, from my perspective, I thought this was the last interaction I'd have with Dana today. I walk up into the sunset, you know, at the end of and I go. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it was such a short interaction that you did see me again afterwards, Cam. But we'll get to that, alright? So then, I, I, I walk, I walk up to the group of gals, yeah, and I go, and this is, and I'll tell you what I learned after this. Right? I go, Orla, I, I like you a lot, and so, uh, sorry, no, 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 I didn't do that. I tapped her on the shoulder. Then she turns around slowly because she doesn't know who's just tapped her on the shoulder. <laughs> a complete stranger's just tapped her on the shoulder. I And then she goes, and then I go, oh, I like you a lot. Oh, she turns around and she goes, thanks. And then does the slowest 180 back around to her group of friends. <laughs> And they all do a 180 to look at me. Like, they all, they all look at me like, what the fuck? What the fuck were you thinking, you stupid nigglet? Right? And I turn around, yeah? I turn around. And Callum, see, you saw me turning around. And you give a thumbs up to me, yeah? And then I'm like on the brink of tears. I gave you a thumbs up back. <laughs> I didn't know how to sell myself <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like all she knew was my name like and my face that's no way to sell myself like not with that face not back then there's a reason I have face right now <laughs> but no, I would, oh, I would never give that up for anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd never be like, I wasted time thinking about that. Because it, it taught me like, it, you like, it, it's her decision. Like, like if I could go back and be like, you're powerless. It's her decision. Yeah, and it's her decision. She, it, she, you got to look at it like from her perspective. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what that taught me. It taught me. Yeah. I was just a creepy guy tapping on her shoulder, but. I, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm such a fucking idiot. And it's like, you, you were an idiot. You were an idiot. But, 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 <laughs> but, but. But you analyze it. You, you, you figure like, out why. You figure, you figure out, out why you're an idiot. What, what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you grow from Do you that. feel that comes later? As in years later, once you have grown up and had other experiences that you've gone through. And then yes. you can look back on that one. And then you can analyze that. And so that's like, I think well, that's what I was thinking, like, Perhaps there was no lessons to be learned then. You just thought, "Fuck, I fucked up" or something. And it, was, it only was years down the line where you realised, you know, the lessons that you'd learned. And you said just now, 
I probably 19 when I had that. I was probably 18 when I had that realization because mm. I could not successfully talk to women until then. I like I realized in sixth form actually that I was getting a bit more female attention, and I don't know why. Maybe it was just because like you know I'm a cool guy and I'm a nice guy. But, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of repression, women. It's simple. Yo, I'm a, I'm a pretty cool guy, you know. Like, guy. <laughs> but no, I, I, in sixth form, I realized I was funny. Like, I realized mm. I was at least a bit funny, and I realized like, oh, that's how I have to work. Like, I don't get to be Lucas and just look good enough. <laughs> I have to like sell myself. I have to, you know. And, and you know, you know, by the, when I got to uni, I was, I was, I was like, do you know what? First guy I sleep with is gonna be my girlfriend. Like, I'm gonna take my time. I'm a Christian Amen. boy. What can I say? <laughs> One week into freshers, I ruined my life as far as that was concerned. <laughs> I ruined my life. It was, it was about that. <laughs> it was about that time where I was like, if I knew how to, like, if I felt confident back then, and was successful I, I would have never been successful or i do appreciate that's fine but if i was i would have never been so successful by the time i got to uni mm. it, i think i think it's like a, that- i think it's a like it's a build-up of those retrospectives it's a build-up of those experiences you might not realize it in the moment but after you go through it like a few times then you can look back at that like grouping and be like oh shit there were overlap here. There was parallels going on here. This is where I fucked up. This is where I fucked up. This is where I fucked up. And okay, that's when no, you start right. to figure it out. You feel me? Yeah. I guess like, it shows you as well. Your aura, bro. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love a story. I love a story. Um, all right. So you know Laura Reed, yeah? Mm-hmm. Beautiful girl. You used to sit next to her in geography, yeah? So we're like, what, mm, 17 going on 18. As well. This is six for me, yeah? So mm. I'm like, oh, I've been making her laugh. This is what, the, she was the first girl that I re- I realized I was funny. God, I can't, we only forget things happen. Yeah. <laughs> we're thinking the same thing. <laughs> she was the first girl where I was like, she does not like me and I'm making her laugh. <laughs> like, she actually, <laughs> doesn't want me there and I'm still able to make her love. So I felt like maybe there's a special thing here. <laughs> yeah. But there was love <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And you know I'm starting to feel a bit more confident because I'm making girls laugh and I'm like, oh do you know what? Cool. So we're leaving after some like a revision session after school, yeah? We're walking up the hill the same way. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I've got about 35 yards before I have to say something. And I just go, do you know what, Laura? Uh, no, not Laura, sorry. Your name's also similar. <laughs> you know what, Laura? Um, I really like it. I really like sitting next to you. And I, I you know, I'd like to see if there's anything that... And she went, uh, friends? And like, and like, hugged me. And I was like, ah! Get up of me! Yeah, I don't need this. I know what I did wrong. Bro, I knew bro, as I was saying it, I was doing it wrong. Bro, when you said she hugged you, I kind of just choked a little. I choked on my water. And then I had to sit next to her. <laughs> <laughs> next year and a half. 
That was a, that was a perpetual problem. <laughs> if I wasn't so funny, fuck me. She would have hated me. She would have fucking hated my gut. <laughs> but then there also is this liberation after a girl's rejected you, where it's just like, oh my god, I get to be my true self because I don't have to sell shit to you. <laughs> yeah. that, that no, taught me I'm that. Selling myself no more. Yeah, that taught me that if I was just my true self from the start, I would have probably been more successful. I might have not got a hug, mm. you know. The hug is to show how bad it went, really. Like, yeah, that's yeah, her yeah. being no, like, no, 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 this no. went bad for you, like. <laughs> and that's 17. Five years on, I'm a different person, but I needed that, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel. Laura VG, you're still very beautiful, but let's be honest, I'm hench now, so. And let's try, try run it again, who knows? Record <laughs> 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 play again. <laughs> Round two. Nah, yeah. nah, you know how I feel about white women. <laughs> too, too many of them rejected me. What can I say? Too many of them rejected me. <laughs> then I got to uni and I realised white guys apparently really love black guys. I was like, where was this for the last decade? Oh yeah, Coventry. Nah, nah, white women, you're, you're good too, man. You know, great. You, there's some of you are bitches, but that's everyone. <laughs> Shout out to the white women! Shout out to the white women out there! <laughs> Hope you're doing good. Um, <laughs> okay, we got to <laughs> Actually, Orla, actually. Can, can I get your perspective? Can I get. <laughs> you're not that one. Um, I'm a hundred percent British. I'm just you're very white. Your pedigree white. Um, when? <laughs> what was no, your? I don't want my hair. That's probably for another podcast. Never mind. Well, that'll be a fun podcast. Yeah, but, yeah um, I got one. We still one. But yeah, go on. Sorry, I just burst. Um, what was your perspective? And did you even remember that? Remembered until you told the story, but I. As always, I think it's, (laughs) it's always just, I found it really like, oh, someone actually liked me, (laughs) you know? I think from my perspective, it was a very happy occasion. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) She was going away heartbreaking, broken. I was like, wow. I thought did something different. Could you have done anything different, you know? To win your heart. (laughs) I was... (laughs) <laughs> you gotta remember what I look like about them. <laughs> like you got, you got, you got to be fair to all of that. Like, me, so I wasn't doing fantastic either. <laughs> so, so go on, Ola. What, what could he have done? Anything? Yeah. What, what tip would you give my younger self? Your, your year eight self. Maybe, you know, speak to me beforehand. <laughs> That's big advice. <laughs> That's like getting experience for a job. They require experience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just it just eventually. be like that. It do be like that. But yes, not open with I love you and that shit. Yeah, don't that, what That's that what I learned from that is you cannot let them know how much you like them. Nah. You have to make them think you think. <laughs> That they are expendable. <laughs> and then introduce the plot twist when you ask him out. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my god, 
He does actually like me. That's what they like. That's what they need. What do they need? I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. We should have definitely got another woman for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know the listeners are learning nothing. <laughs> oh, do you know what's weird? We have more female listeners than men. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like 12 people. Anyways. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Every, now, like, every three episodes, one episode gets like 300 listens. So if this is the one, I'm so sorry for that. Um, okay. Next question, let's move on. Um, but yeah, let's just round that off with a beautiful Darnell statement. Listen guys, all of those times you feel shit, that's training, that's you putting your reps in, bro. And, you know, don't fear rejection, because you need it. You need it. If you, if you don't need rejection, you will never get better. Like, do you know what I mean? If you don't seek out rejection and become numb to it, because five million white women have rejected you. Here's what you do. Here's what you tell yourself. You say, no more white women. And you change your, you change your tactics. <laughs> you change your tactics. Alright, moving on. Um, uh, biggest romantic realisation that you have had this year. Is there like an epiphany moment for you this year? I know Callum's in love. Tell us about it. Alright, alright, cool. So yeah, I do believe I am in love, but the most romantic realisation, so I didn't quite exactly understand what you meant. Okay, but... I'll, I'll give an example, and then maybe you can, right. uh, maybe so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, romantic realisation for me. This is my first proper long-term relationship, alright? I had this year, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it taught me that a girl being pretty and agreeing to be your girlfriend, that's not the last hurdle. Relationships are hard. Mm. And uh, it definitely taught me uh, that, you know, it's easier being mean to women than it is being kind to women. And I need to get better at being kind to women. All right? That's what I realized. I'm not toxic at all. And I broke up with her for a reason. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I was patient until a certain point and I lost my patience because she was a bitch. And I just feel like I shouldn't have lowered myself to that point. I should have stayed the bigger person. And who knows where that relationship would be now. Probably still in the ditch because she was a bitch. But who knows? You know, that was my biggest realization. I, no matter what, cannot play games. I myself unadulteratedly. I won't play games with you. You know, I'm going to piggyback off that because this in 2020, um, me and my boyfriend, you know, we, we thought it had, we thought we had it all figured out. We thought we'd done it. We'd nailed it. We've been together for years. And then we bought a house together. <laughs> and then suddenly you're arguing about the color of picture frames. <laughs> and neither of you even particularly care. And I think the, like the, the biggest realization is you know being together you know you gotta constantly make that choice of like being in the habit of we are not enemies we're a team here and so when you're having arguments about stuff you're not thinking oh he said that because he thinks i have terrible taste in couches 
really what he's thinking is <laughs> I want this house that we are going to live in together for years to be a a lovely house that we will both be happy in and then I think that once you have that change of perspective I think you're able to resolve things a lot quicker if you stop thinking that everything's so personal to you you know you're a team you're not you're not each other's enemies you're not fighting against each other you're working together you know mm. I mean, I'll be honest, uh, Orla, like, <laughs> I am, I'm leaps and bounds away from ever <laughs> being able to live with a woman. Uh, like, <laughs> so you know what it is? <laughs> I am the only man in my household, and I have been for about 22 years, and uh, <sighs> that's one thing I've learned. You need space. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to be able to find space from each other. And I don't know what it is, Orla. I am... Apparently not very trustworthy. <laughs> um, so, for some reason, that these people don't want to give me space. Yeah, and I get very, I get very protective of my space. And I'll sit in the toilet and play games on my phone. Um, <laughs> and girls don't appreciate that. Yeah, girls don't appreciate that. And I don't know where I was going with this at all, but <laughs> sometimes a nigga just needs to play games on his phone and the toilet. Then do you feel that you're able to voice that you need some space and realise that actually that's okay? Yes, mm-hmm. I I can voice mm-hmm. it easily. Like <laughs> it's not the, the issue is not <laughs> not me voicing it. The issue is maybe how I voice it and maybe um, <laughs> how they take it. Because there's been times where I've been like, hey, you know, I think we've been spending too much time together, yeah? And then they've their reaction is, oh, you space? Well, you can get all the space you want. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it's, not, it's, sometimes it's not the takeoff, it's the landing pad, you know? Well, I think that ties into what I said, like, these women gotta have the emotional maturity to realize that you're not saying that because of them personally. You're saying that just because you need your own time and they're taking it far too personally. Yeah. Like, to the point where, like, I used to work a night shift job, go to this girl's place, spend a day with her, go home, sleep, night shift job, go back to her thing, da-da-da, we're not spending enough time together. Well, bitch, I haven't got more time! You're getting all of it. My time is complete. You're getting Where all. do I sleep in that? Where do I sleep? <laughs> Never you talk to me, bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, yeah, what I was going to say with the emotion, um, the romantic realization, yeah? Mm. Yeah, I feel, um, I guess, adding to what yourself, Darnell, and all have said is how to deal with conflict and as you've already said you know conflict happens in relationships all the time it's about how you deal with them and i think this is kind of you know going back to what we said before and perhaps what i already mentioned but i found what you know what really works is that giving each other time just to breathe and to think about what the what what perhaps you guys were arguing about it could be as you said the color of a picture frame you know that doesn't need to blow up perhaps 10 minutes or even yeah but i'm I'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest and this Mm. is gonna sound really super sexist um Mm. i don't think and all of you can you can uh you can call me a sexist i'll I'll speak for all women for this um i just feel like a guy isn't initiating a conflict about picture frame 
Yeah, but that's not, I feel that's not the point. The fact is, the argument has happened, and it's up to you. You can either say that, okay, it wasn't me who started this argument, it's their fault, or uh, you can realize that, okay, it's happened, we can leave this for an hour, and it will come back, and actually, within five minutes of after the break, we would have solved this issue, you know? And so, I just feel it's important to realize that arguments can happen, whether they're your fault or not. Yeah, because The fact is, you can fix them. And they yeah. can be resolved, and apologies from both parties but can you happen. you have to both want to fix them. Absolutely, yeah, hence I feel both. the moment, the um, grace period, you know, the hour, or maybe even uh, overnight period of just thinking about what the, that argument was about, and just giving it a rest, can really help with solving these issues. It's not. I, I just feel it's never about who started it. You know, it's about why it happened, uh, and how can you prevent this from happening again. And I feel. You know, giving it the time just to think about it can really aid in solving that problem and making sure it just doesn't leave. It doesn't escalate. You know, things can escalate when you're both in heat. You know, regardless of who started it, you can both get heat and angry. Angry at. You know what I mean? Say heat. They don't need to be in heat, no. But, <laughs> but you know. Callum yeah. walks to his flat, starts pissing all over. <laughs> 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 I'll mark my territory. But yeah, I, I, I just feel that if most, even if even if there's a small argument, like, giving it a second, you know, yeah. you don't need and to go off at the map immediately. Being that team as well, so let's say I've started this argument about picture frames, which I probably absolutely have. Alex doesn't give a crap about these picture frames, but he just doesn't want to talk about them right now. But on his part to solve this argument, you know, to be a team, he's got to recognise that I clearly care about these picture mm -hmm. frames a lot, mm -hmm. and so now he's got to put in some effort of yeah, understanding absolutely. and meeting me halfway, <laughs> and I've also got to realise that picture frames are not that important exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. relax. <laughs> Alex had a choice, right? He could either look to you and bitch, I don't give a fuck about it! <laughs> <laughs> and then, all we know, within two hours, the relationship is over. I <laughs> 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 really didn't need to be. You know, Alex goes to his room, thought about why the fuck does he care about picture frames. Realise, you know what? I can just, you know, we can we can find common ground. We can we can agree on this, and then yeah, come back in and go. You know what? Picture frames. Baby. You know what? Green. <laughs> 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 it's such a trivial issue, but it is one of those things where it, it's it's when people are made when something you feel about like you care about is made you feel like maybe someone is trivializing it you get defensive and that can cause an argument. So it, it, it very and I'm glad you brought it up. All is it yeah it doesn't matter how big the argument is what caused it, Callum. Um, that's how you manage it. And you're right. If he did go to Orla, listen here, bitch. Blue, green, I don't give a fuck about these picture frames. Um, it would really fuck it up, you know, like she'd be like, wow, like, it's not that big thing, why did he react like that? Meanwhile, you're like, it's not that big thing, why did she react like that? And there's this complete disconnect in communication. Because you've not actually explained why you care or why you have the opinions you have. So maybe that's the most important thing, being able to actually clearly present why you feel a certain way, as opposed to just how you're feeling. No, definitely. What about you, Nathaniel? You scared? Um, uh, I've, I've, put my, I've, put, I've put my learning on a hold this year, so I haven't learned anything. No. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, it's, um, 
Everybody realized this in the last year. I don't even. I don't even. That's the thing. I don't even know. I don't even think. I, I don't think I came to any realizations this last year. Uh, one thing I did realize. Uh, this isn't. I mean, I'm sure people will realize this is like sex at 18 was garbage. <laughs> we've come a we've come a long way. It was the best we've thing come... that had ever happened to me. But let's be honest, that performance, none of us are proud of. Oh, it. oh, Naji, nah, nah, no, it was. Nah, we've come a long way. Let's well, <laughs> you look back and you're like, damn. There's a reason I bring this up. We've come, period. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! coming right now. Where am I going? Where am I going? Oh my god! This was meant to be a romantic episode, guys. Come on. Um, it's just part of Rome, man. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Busting them all over. <laughs> <laughs> Something is about to bust. <laughs> Tell them again. Something is about to bust. Send your wind. Something is about to bust. Shake the soil. Something is about to bust. <laughs> Wait, you've seen that? Wait, do you watch that? Yeah. Yeah, tree podcast? Yeah, I love that podcast. I love that podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so funny. See, that, that soundbite is the funniest thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw it in here. Something is about to bust. Just yeah, so you should, yeah. <laughs> All right, but the reason I brought up uh, sort of our first times, because first experiences are very important. Yeah? Very up. I want to hear about you guys' first kiss. Your guys's makes more sense. First kiss, how was it? What did it go? I'll start off again because you know I'm the host and I don't mind being vulnerable because you know who knows if I'm here in 20 years. When it comes down to it, I, you know, you all know who my first girlfriend was, right? Do we? No. Yes, I do. Yeah. Crazy girl from America. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. So I she was my first know. kiss. 17. So I was quite old, quite late for a first kiss. But I have to, I have to reiterate, I know what I looked like <laughs> leading up to that. So I understand why I hadn't had a first kiss as well. And plus because I was very like, I was very, I was very Catholic. Like you, none of you guys are as Catholic as me. Like I used to, I used to pray every night before I went to bed. Like, you guys didn't do that. I did not do that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was Islaming my Christianity, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like um, it was such a weird one where it's like I was kind of frigid. I had like for a guy to be like the first person I sleep with is going to be my girlfriend. That's super frigid. So when like I made a lie to my girlfriend because you know let's let's be honest, girls are the gatekeepers to sex. Guys are the gatekeepers to relationships. Um, um, we can talk about that a bit later, uh, but I I was like, oh my god, that that was the first time I ever felt attractive. Honestly, it it took it took seventeen years, but <laughs> we got there. We got there, boys. They had us. They had us in the first half. They really did. <laughs> but for me, here's you know we're walking. You're gonna die at thirty four. <laughs> I'm joking, Calum. I've got at least four years left. Um, when it when it comes down to it, like I wish she wasn't my first kiss, but I feel like that's most people. 
And I don't think that's fair on her to say that. But it's like we're walking through Stratton Common and like she like was like, oh, did like, reach to kiss me? And I kissed her. I was like, oh my God, because I'm not gay. <laughs> you're not there to be gay, girls. Because <laughs> you know, at that point, you know, like you guys always know me. Like you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm greedy, and uh, at, you know, I did have the option for both. But I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I realized at that point that I, I could have the option for both, as as opposed to thinking I just have to be gay because women don't like me. Which is crazy. It's a crazy thought to have, but also yeah, yeah. glad it's a thought I had because now it's a funny. Hello, what'd you say? Because now it's a funny story, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Sorry, yeah, you're already weird. It was, it, was, it was a kiss, and that was it. And there was tongue, and I was like, probably not normal for a first kiss. But how were your first kisses? I feel like if your first kiss is at seventeen, you're probably gonna have some tongue. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, feel I, have, doing it. <laughs> I have conflicting reports. Well, so you feel a tongue in your lips, you're like, oh, I guess I've got to get my tongue You're like, yuck, man! <laughs> 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 yeah, I have um, conflicting reports because Laura S. has always said, because we went to primary school together, she's always said that I had my first kiss in reception with a boy in one of the little houses. But I don't remember this. And also I feel and like reception does doesn't count. count. <laughs> but she's she's count. always insisted it does, but seeing as it doesn't count, um, my first kiss was with Alessandro, of course. Also, um, you, you know Laura Stevenson is the Voldemort of this podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is my name drop question. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, carry on, I hate to interrupt. That's alright. I mean, similarly, it was in Crystal Palace. Um, it was a lovely sunny day and it was a great first kiss. No regrets. Oh, that's very good. I think me and Dumby saw that. <laughs> I think you know what? I had to press those memories. You did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just remember. Yeah, I just, I just remember. Yeah, no. I was like, <laughs> Well, I'm glad you oh, could be man. there. <laughs> yeah, we were. I, oh, that's that's wild. Oh man, what a what a crazy crossover episode, huh? Whoa. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That was the last time Alessandro actually ever kissed a girl. Um, <laughs> I did think it was weird that we never did it ever again. Oh, did, uh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Alessandro, I love him. I know you might not listen to this, so bro, you know I love you, yeah, but bro, I like I thought I was bad with girls. <laughs> and I was ugly too. Like you weren't ugly, do you know what I mean? Like, he's pink, he still is pink. He didn't have a glow up. He just <laughs> like, he's, he just he's always looked like that. Do you know what I mean? It's a multi pen. See. <laughs> it's always gonna be a C, baby. Callum, <laughs> Callum, how was your first kiss? Hmm. Yeah, because so, um, when you, I saw this question, and I was so obviously there's one in year three, which I don't believe counts, but I do remember. 
So it's up to you. It's either the year three one or one in secondary school. Whichever one you felt was your first kiss is the story I want to hear. All right. I'm going with the year three one because it did like genuinely fucking... That's what Callum do is a slut. You know what? I've always been an innocent kid, you know? Right, until, right up until the end of school, you know? I mean, I'm a misunderstood man. <laughs> You're so nice. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a misunderstood man, actually. But anyway, we'll go with the year three one because I believe it's worth talking about and I believe it really did fuck me up for some time. So, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, 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 so there was this person, so I wouldn't, I ain't gonna bother with names. So there's this person that, um, my mum used to take me to school every day, uh, during, uh, naturally being year three, and used to walk me home from school. And as, uh, as time goes on, every so often, uh, mums would ask my mum to drop their kids to and from school. And so that happened. Lazy fucking it, bitches. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. But they're also doing working. Jeez. Absolutely, yeah. It, there's also two separate schools. There's a second. There's a primary school and an infant school that we all used to go to. And so this story is when we were in the primary school, year three. My brother is in year two at the time, the infant school. What does this mean? As we go back from uh, primary school, we have to, on the way home, go back and pick up my brother, okay? I see. Now, this girl in particular is in the same position, identical. She has a brother in year two, excuse me, year one. Uh, but therefore, that means she has to go back as well, right? Yeah. And so my mum, we used to, I think her mum was involved, I can't remember. But nonetheless, they are walking back as well. And therefore, we are both walking to this infant school. And we, we, we walk, we talk, we'd be good friends, you know. And there was one time we walked back from the primary school, back, our primary school, year three, back to the secondary school. We were waiting for my brother and her brother. And they finally arrived. And again, imagine just a casual conversation. Who the what, who the fuck, what, whatever you talk about when you're a year three kid, yeah? And out of nowhere, she goes, right, bye, Callum, kiss, kiss, grabs me, kisses me. Mwah! Goodbye. Done. Runs off. Oh. Yeah. That was it. Damn. But, you were wrong. That's pretty hard. I didn't want it. I didn't think anything. I was like, what the fuck? So your first kiss was assault. <laughs> you were wrong. Yeah, you know you what? Were... I, I haven't read the law, but you know what? I don't get discussion. <laughs> you know? I haven't read the law. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want it. <laughs> um, we didn't kiss again, obviously. You know, it just happened. Yeah, to be honest, I'm trying to think of what happened after that. Yeah, I just I, nothing mounted. Nothing mounted to it. It usually um, doesn't in year three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, true. It usually doesn't. Um, I'll be honest with you. That has been ingrained in my memory for the long time. And then my mum finally, when she comes back with Kieran, my brother, you're crying. <laughs> Nowhere. 
literally out left field, and it really has. I can still remember it vividly, you know? It just reminded really me of a vivid part of my childhood where I thought kisses from girls would make me deathly ill. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I really thought it was some pandemic going on back then. Later <laughs> oh, and I wouldn't have to worry about it because I wouldn't be kissed for 17 years. But, <laughs> Orla, um, you know, you're the girl who put the dance it, you know, you're a, you're a queen. How was your first kiss? Wait, no, she already said. Oh, yeah, she already yeah, said it was Yeah, Nathaniel, you're the person. Yeah, yeah. Nathaniel, you're Haha, it is me. Um, Yeah, it was, if I remember correctly, uh, oh, I still like hate to say this. Um, if I remember correctly, it was uh, Amy. But oh my god, I remember yeah. this. Yeah. So like, I remember this was a, this is such a bizarre. It's such to this day, it's still a bizarre memory to me. I remember walking over to like under the library stairs. You know that little group that like were hanging out. I had like a couple mates over there, so I would like chat to them on occasion. I felt like chatting to them. Go over. I go over with Demby. I'm like, I'm uh, you know doing my do chatting my chat, and then like Amy comes up. And then she's like, oh, it's like, can I get a hug? I'm like, all right, but uh, I did not talk like this. I did not talk like this when I was a child, FYI. Uh, I, <laughs> I did not say, I bet. But for the concept of the story, let's say I did. So I was like, I bet. And so we hugged. And then, like, Demby's off to the side, just kind of watching this. He wasn't, he didn't really Why know them. Demby just... always watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so weird. Every fucking story. No. Oh, yeah, Demby's <laughs> 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 to the side. <laughs> He's everyone's lucky charm. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, he is a benevolent spirit. Well, I mean, not in this case, because he kind of just chuckled on the sidelines. Come side on, I'm going to go kiss <laughs> <the> girls. <laughs> 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 He's trying to fuck about it. <laughs> like I hugged her, uh, so then I hugged her, and then like, and then she was like, "Oh, can I get another one?" And I was like, "Alright." Then we hugged again, and then she did that like three more times. I was like, "What's going on?" I so looked back to Demby, and I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> and he, he just kind of, like, he just kind of looked back at me. Alex was right there, like, "Yeah, keep hugging him, bro." Yeah. <laughs> no, I look back. I look back, and Demby just kind of looks at me. Like, oh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, and then she just like comes in and kisses me. I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> this was like maybe year. I want to say eight, maybe. Yeah, this was year eight. This was definitely year eight. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, what? And I turn around. I'm looking at Demby, and he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's just kind of. Then he just kind of ran. And then he just Demby, Demby pretty much has the same response to women. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, and then and then he just ran away and i was like oh okay and then we had to like and then we kind of like dated for like a week dated in the biggest air quotes imaginable yeah, but we was, yeah. Yeah. Did we huh? name the person? Are we naming the person or not? Oh, he's already no, said her name i just said amy yeah i'm not full naming i'm not government naming here but she went to my primary school you know Oh, really? Oh, is this, is this still... Okay, yeah, I think I know who this Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I already said Amy. Like, I'm not going to bubble Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a surreal moment in my life. And I sometimes like to, like, throw that memory aside, but, like, I'm always... They always come back up. 
That's what you want. It was crazy. It was so. It was so bizarre. Lesson. Lesson learned from that like experience being literally just learned to say no. The entire reason why that all that all occurred is because I didn't know how to say no at yeah, all. I was just like, "You're so good at I'm, that." Now. I'm, 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 I mean, I'm getting there, but <laughs> better than I was back then. Uh, but like, you would just like keep asking. I'll be like, "Okay, let's just see where this goes." And I didn't like where it goes went. To Scotland on the win. <laughs> He's better saying no. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, oh, well, I, 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 I like back in the day, I was a little dumbass of a grin, as it do be for all of us. All right, that's that's the tale. It really do be. Now, the final question that I want to ask. Actually, no, there's two more I want to ask. One I have not prepared you for. Oh, we'll save that we'll save that. Maybe a mistake on you. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I got an answer for you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Your first date. I need to hear that story. First date. Um, I. I don't think I even have. I can't. I can't even think of this. No. Oh my god. I really try to remember, but I. Thought it must have been when me and Bosch had our first kiss, but I guess not. If Nathaniel and Denby were there, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wait, no. That scenario, you may have gone and like. I think we weren't even with you guys. We were just walking to Crystal Palace, and then like we just kind of looked to Crystal Palace, but we were just like wandering about, and then we saw you guys there, and we were like, wait a minute, is that all? And I was like, no, we didn't. We were just having a wonder. Like we were. I don't think we followed them. I think what you were looking for is Gander. I <laughs> you didn't know whether you were supposed to keep following. We saw them. I We saw them, and then we were like, we stopped. We were like, yo, is that all? And then we were like, what? What's going on? <laughs> Alex knew exactly what he was doing. Alex knew exactly. What he, was doing. <laughs> he saw you turn the roof the whole time. <laughs> oh, he was like, what's this? <laughs> what giant alone? <laughs> we, can't, we, can't, we can't start this Alex, this Alex rhetoric, guys. He's, like, like, he's, a nice, he's honestly a lovely lad. Um, he was so creepy, though. Oh my god, he was so creepy. Oh, such, such a creep. Um, now, for me, in school, I was too, I was too, I was too. I was tapping girls on the shoulders all the Now, when it comes down to uh, my first day, you know. Uh, my first date was with a girl I couldn't even tell you the name of. From a place I couldn't even tell you the name of. I don't even remember what she looks like. But I do remember that this was the date where I realised I had made the perfect date. Alright? So I had I had her meet me at Victoria Station. Yeah? Then I said, we're going to walk to Hyde Park. We're not taking the bus. We're going to walk, get to know each other. Ice was broken. Okay? Then we chill in the park for a bit. Yeah, get some ice cream, you know. But we don't get ice cream. I get us ice cream. That's the play. Then we go to my favourite arcade in the thing. What's the arcade called? Las Vegas. Yes, a great arcade. Great arcade. Then I don't let them win at anything. <laughs> at anything. <laughs> so, so she'll come back wanting to beat me. Mm. Yeah. 
and we go get some frozen yogurt. And I go, do you know what? You're a really nice girl, and I've really enjoyed tonight. And she gave me a kiss on the cheek. And I took about 40 other girls on that day. It's a good one. I think it's <laughs> a good one. Out here. You know, I don't think it's that bad to just keep using the same day. <laughs> if it works for a good first date, I think you should keep using it. I mean, it makes it, if it works, it works. Yeah. If it breaks the ice, that's a, it's a good way to do it. <laughs> do you know what it is? It's like, I just realized like, there is a formula to dating. There's a structure to it, like a, like a movie or like anything. So yeah, you're right. Like it, you, you shouldn't feel any guilt replicating it, but I'll be honest with you, Paula. Uh, there was a little built, a little guilt to be had when, because some girls are like, oh wow, this is like such a good day. Like this is one of the best dates I've ever had. And I'm like, oh, I didn't go on this date last week. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there is a bit of a, I don't know, I don't know, like manufacturing a special moment. Yeah, I suppose. But I'll keep doing it. <laughs> I can't if it works, it works, you know what I'm saying? Well, your, I feel like your job as a guy on a date is to make that girl feel special and have a good time no matter what, even if she doesn't like you mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. inviting someone on a date, it's your job to make that person have a good time. Mm-hmm. You, shouldn't, like, you shouldn't be lax in your approach or yeah. feel like... Uh, so, so a first date where like you properly consciously thought that this was a first date and you got to put a good impression, you got to, you know, be a gent in a way. Yeah, See, I feel with me that, that that only came in you at uni. Yeah, so that's what you I'm know, doing. I, really yeah. thought, I, I conjured you thought, you know what? This is a first day. You know, you get those nerves. You, actually, you know, so that I think that only started coming to me. Perhaps I don't. I only started growing up properly at uni. Eh? But yeah, uni was the first time where I thought, you know what? You know, really got to put in a good impression. You know, hopefully make it a date to remember. You know, because you care mm. about you know who you're taking out on this date. Yeah, and yeah, so. In my opinion, yeah, I'd, I'd say my my first proper one, the one to which I actually put in some effort, you know, and worried about what they might think of me properly was at uni. And it went well. And she's my girlfriend today. So, Aww. yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Which just shows how little you care about women leaving up to her. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's just more. It's, it's more being very conscious of other other people's feelings and stuff, right? And yeah. realizing, yeah, there's, there's understand exactly understanding what what matters. It's not about image. It's not about oh, you have a girlfriend for the sake of everyone else knowing you have a girlfriend. All these little mm. things. I feel that people when they're younger care about a lot and even worry about a lot and feel obliged that they should have a girlfriend because other people are like this. I yeah. feel. It's important to get that fading away out of your system. You have to learn it, of course. It, it, hearing this from, from someone who's been through it ain't going to be enough for, for, for most. But yeah. I feel go, going through that, you know, and realizing, you know, there's someone at, at the other end of all this and that they do man is mm. quite important. And I think it's a harder thing to learn than people let on sometimes, yeah. you know? Because no, said... for most people, it's all about them and it's all about how they feel. But so, yeah, as you were saying, well, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like I, I've said a lot that I feel like some men and women really just the the person they're dating or like the, the gender they're dating is just kind of like inhuman, you know, this is just a future husband or this is just a, a future boyfriend or girlfriend and they don't really think about the fact that it's 
you know, it's just a person, <laughs> you know, and I think they mm -hmm. they dehumanize the dating process a bit. That's exactly that. Exactly. I think, but I feel people do that all the time when mm -hmm. they're younger, you know, and that's what causes a lot of pain and upset. But I guess that's where the learning comes. I, I, I'm still not sure what the answer is to that um, or when the learning point actually comes. But I guess I we can't know how much our past experiences have taught us, like how different mm -hmm. we would be if we didn't have the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, me and Nathaniel are still single, so we're still on our like training arcs. So like, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm big, I'm big training wheels. Bro. Yeah, I'm big training. I've got weights on. I just walk around in. Um, like, exactly. Those weights, those you know weights also need drama. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But no, like, I'm, like, I'm that is that was very. But first of all, from both of you, very beautiful. Excuse me, uh, Seth. Um, give you some credit for that one, since you know I'm the one with the lovely voice. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like um, we're gonna get onto the the final question because th this is what this is all about. You know, it's Valentine's Day, not today, but we're re-recording this. And look, <clears throat> what, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. That's not true. That's not like I love. Oh, is that the whole question? Yeah, what is love? Oh, 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 when I say this, and when I say this, I mean, I feel that this is very romantic. It's the choosing to love each other and to do the best by that person every day, I think. And to want to do that and to, you know, be a team, be partners, be a unit. You know, I think that is lasting love, is that choice of, I'm going to be here for you, I'm going to love you, I'm going to make this work. There are no wrong answers here, by the way, guys. So everything's all opinions when it's based on uh, something that some people don't even think exists. Mm. I think that's really fair. I think um, commitment is a very big part of love. And wanting to commit is probably a, a very big fundamental foundation you need to have. Like, if you feel like you're forced to commit, or there's maybe a bit of pressure there, that talks about some of the resentment I talked about earlier. Yeah. Like people feel like they're That's rushing to you, you gotta want it. You yeah. gotta want it. You both gotta want it. And you've, yeah, you've got to know that although there's other options out there, this is the option you want. As opposed to feeling like this is stopping you from getting the other options. Yeah. In a more romantic way, I also think being in love is kind of feeling like that other person is like home or like home base for you. Like, like you're touching in point, you know? Yeah, that's what I was saying, you know, being able to feel vulnerable in front of someone, you know, show them your true self, you know, not worrying about necessarily what they think of you, but, you know, just being honest with, you know, the way you'd feel like if you were alone in the room wanted to express your own feelings, you know, being able to do that and they being able to do that to you as well, I feel that's quite important, but yeah, yeah. To tend to be, you know, this person loves you for who you are, sure, you can, you might need to realise you need to improve, you know, but, um, yeah, if you're able to feel that you can do that in front of this person or just be your, yourself entirely, I think that's quite important. So, uh, in, in your definition, comfort is yeah. what's defining love. Yeah. 
being able to be fully vulnerable and not feel vulnerable. Um, yeah. yeah. Even like you're safe with them. Yeah. I always see it as like, um, you, you, the person you are alone in a room, you're still that, that same person when they're in the room. You know, I, it's, it's hard to put into words, but you know, um, your mistakes, you feel it affects not only you, but it affects the home, like the home building you're doing with this person. You know, it will affect them too. And so every step you take, it's not that you're always constant, oh, what will they think? But you just can't help it because they are a part of you now. Yeah, you, you know? become unconsciously factoring them into your day-to-day decisions. Mm-hmm. Not in a kind of like the, the, the immature thing of, I'm not going to take this job because they'll be angry or blah, blah, blah. But you'll be thinking, oh, when I'm at the shop, I'm going to grab them some of these biscuits because I know they're low. I'm going to grab them. And these are their yeah. favorites, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, I think it's all about unity and being one with each other. I think mm-hmm. it comes a lot of different things. Alright, Daniel, what's love to you? Yeah. <clears throat> what is love you to can, you? Sorry, you can't. You can't. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys are giving me a lot to a lot to think about. I was very poignantly so. Um, I was trying to think. Um, you know, I was I was listening so deeply. I was trying to think about it. Um. I don't, like I genuinely, I, I I would think like probably going along that same line of like comfort and being able to show your true self. I think would be, um, like just feeling. I, it, it always goes back to the fucking aura shit that you were saying. <laughs> it always goes back. I just like it. It really is probably. I I don't want to like copy, but it's literally just it's being ultimately comfortable around someone. If anything. For me, the biggest thing would be being comfortable in silence around someone. I'm always talking because I hate silence and I always feel like it's a very, like silence is a very uncomfortable thing for me. So yeah, so if I'm like, if I'm with someone and I feel like, if I'm like, and then like other relationship things mixed into into that. But I think one of the ultimate things is if I'm able to just sit in a room for an extended period of time and just feel comfortable in their company without us talking, if we're able to just do our own thing. If that's like, that's that's something that I think would like be very important for me in that regard. So so for you, it's comfort as well to a degree. It's it's comfort in the process. Like just, you don't feel like you have to prove to that person. Anymore. Exactly. I don't need to prove. I don't need to prove anything. I'm not. Again, as you were saying earlier, I'm not like selling myself anymore. This is me as I am. Just kind of, just being. You know, I don't have to kind of be like impressing you or anything or trying to be bigger than myself. This is me. Hello. You know. Yeah. Well, I'll probably say it's that one. So you, will, mm. you will have the. You know, they're all layering definitions of love, but. They do all work together. Like they are, none of them um, contradict any of them. So you're all kind of on the sort of same spectrum of what you guys think of as love, even if it is a different sort of approach to it. For, yeah. for me, everyone's got their own love language. I think I'm very cynical, and um, I think I think love is a given. I think if you spend enough time with someone, you're gonna love them. And I, I honestly think love is the least important factor in a healthy relationship. Because there are plenty of people who love each other. There's millions, billions of people who think they love each other, but are all those relationships healthy or fulfilling? Is love the thing that like makes someone considerate? Is love the thing that makes someone feel secure? Or is that a side effect of the work you've put in for the person they love? 
Mm. You know, is 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 love motivation or is love a symptom of spending enough time with someone? I think it's love that makes me do what I do because whenever me and Alex have an argument or there's something that's really bothered me and I'm so so angry, yeah, the thing that makes me turn around, go back to him, and want to make amends is I think. I really love this man and I cannot afford to lose him. That's what makes me cool down. That's what makes me go and make it work, is okay. I remember how much I love him. Let's dissect that a bit. When you say I can't afford to lose him, what is that's the that's because of the investments you put, right? Um it's not because I'm like, oh, it's gonna be such bother with the mortgage and our lives and whatever. It's because I genuinely would I just love him and I need him in my life because I love him so much. I'm not think when I think that I'm not thinking, God, the lawyers are gonna be it's gonna be terrible. I'm thinking I know that I I'm the happiest with him and I don't wanna lose what we've built here together. It's not it's literally not worth any sort of argument losing that. that. Unless he cheated on me and then he can go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean that that's a very respectful for me I just feel like uh, that there was a point where you didn't love your boyfriend yeah and there was a point where you Callum didn't love your girlfriend Mm. and I feel like the things you're saying that you guys do and that you value are all things that if you wanted that person to be with you in a long term relationship you would work on but I feel that's love in itself but no but there was a point you were doing all those things but you didn't love them yeah, so, on the road to love, because you felt you could love this person. I feel it would get boring. I feel it just would, you would, the, the motivation is all I said, it will no longer be there. When you have these arguments, if you had a huge argument so love, a week into so, your relationship, it's over. But right? that's what I'm saying. So what's the point? I'm saying then love is the symptom of you trying to love that person, as opposed to love being the motivation. Uh, at, uh, to an extent. So at love one is a point, there'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a, um, There'll be a, a switch that flicks, you know, during your during the relationship when you start building love and you meet this person, go on your first date and continue from that. You don't necessarily love them, but you feel yes, of course. The reason I went on a second date is because I feel I have the capacity to love this person, right? And so you continue working on that. If months down the line, love didn't, you know, or love didn't start to build, you still you didn't think you could love this person. I feel, I feel the whole reason people go on a second date with each other and a third and a fourth. Is because you feel yes, I can spend potentially. This person could be my girlfriend. This person could, you know, I could spend the rest of my life with them. And I feel that's all lingering on the fact that you feel you have the capacity to love this person. And eventually, you have the capacity. You actually genuinely do love this person. Hence, it goes into what all I said, where when you have arguments, there's now that new motivation there. But I feel it all revolves around love. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I as long as you feel. You can love the, your motivation always involves love, whether it's the fact you love them right now or you feel you're working towards that. The moment you feel you can no longer love that person or there's no chance, it's over. And hence, I feel love matters and love in a relationship is crucial. It's the be all and end all, in my opinion. A relationship without love will die the first time. There's no motivation to make it work. Yes. Like, here's, here's what I mean. Like, guys keep going on the making it work most relationships don't work they don't 
They Absolutely. don't last, they end, they mm-hmm. fail. They are devastating, Absolutely. right? Mm-hmm. But those relationships still have love. Uh, but I'm, I, I think I encourage you to take the subset of relationships that did work and ask yourself, out of those ones that did work, which ones did not have love? I think you'll find that there are almost zero. Yeah, because I think I, I in those know. relationships where there are, are is love and it doesn't work, it's normally like something that people weren't able to give up, you know, that kind of emotional maturity of being able to understand how they're going to need to change their life a bit to make this work and sometimes that's people just have very different lives and they're going in different directions and people can love each other but neither of them are willing to give up maybe their careers or whatever which is completely fair and I guess those would be the situations where love isn't enough but if it weren't for those work situations you know if they were able to make it work they would still have needed love in the long run to make it work. Okay, uh, I get what you guys are saying. Like, there is no healthy relationship without love. Yeah. What basically. I'm saying is there aren't. I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I do agree for the most part that it is a very fundamental thing. But I do feel like going into relationships, going into a third date, most people aren't thinking about that. That like it, you're, you're you two are, you know, top ten percentile of people, really. Um, if you think about it, if you think about like where you are in your lives, at your age and at your emotional maturity, you guys are super mature and you guys have had long-term relationships throughout secondary school, which a lot of people didn't have. So most people our age, I do not feel, are going on dates, third dates, thinking I have the capacity to love this person. Even if subconsciously, I do not think that that's the case. I feel most people are trying to enjoy their life. Most people yeah. do not think the long term. They are trying to enjoy the next month, the right. next week, Absolutely. the next day. And I think some people and are hyper focused on that, and that's mm-hmm. their main motivation. And they will still end up loving that person. There are like people. I understand how you define oh. love is different, but loves if love is different to anyone, then you don't get to say that person who says they love that person doesn't love that person, and it's not real love. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's up to other people, right? It's up to you as an individual as to whether you, given your definition of love, love this person. People in relationships use love all the time. It's what love means to you. Hence a question was, hence a question we discussed earlier, right? And I feel to answer your question with the whole point that some people go through their relationship, especially at the start, not even thinking about love. I feel that's where you introduce the concept of the ick and where after months or weeks of with this person, you're not thinking about love, you don't have to, no one has to, you know, um, but you'll start to get this ick feeling where you just, you just don't like them anymore, you don't want to be with them anymore, and I feel that's when you realise whether you use the word love or not, you just didn't love that person, you don't feel that love, that definition of love to you, you just didn't have it, and hence ultimately these relationships were sure. Is it that you didn't have it, or was it that your definition changed? Uh, I, and what you thought, it, what you thought it, you needed love to be, absolutely, wasn't yeah. That. yeah. Good point. I feel it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, what ended it involved love. And your definition of it, or whether she fit the bill or he fit the bill, either it, it still ultimately that end ended with a thought about love. That's beautiful. That was a great conversation, guys. I, I have to be honest. We're going to move on to advice now. But I'm glad I saved that question for last. I feel like you guys are very much spoken that beautifully. I'm quite a cynic. You guys just made me feel more positive about love, which is. Aww. I hope that uh, helps yeah, someone else. Yeah. As well. 
All right. You'd love to see it. <laughs> You'd love to see it. You'd love to see it. Now, we're going to do some relationship advice. Right. You guys wanna, wanna get right. This is uh, from Reddit relationship advice. Usually we do Am I the Arsehole? And we'll do one, but it's still kind of on a relationship, so we'll see. Okay. Boyfriend, 21-year-old male, not wanting me, a 21-year-old female, to accept a free drink from my friend who owns a restaurant. Okay. So I hang out at this cafe a lot. Everyone who everyone who goes there basic is basically a regular and we're we're all really close friends. My boyfriend is one of them. We're also all close friends with the owner because of our age. The cafe is a little is on this little strip of restaurants. And one restaurant just opened last summer. The owner, let's call him Sal, is also our age. And him and the, the cafe owner, let's call him Jimmy, hit it off. They're best friends now. So Sal comes to the cafe to hang out with everyone. We're all friends now and Sal's super nice. He always hangs with us and we become friends. How many times are you going to say you're friends? We don't... <laughs> Sorry. It's just like, come on. Okay. We don't hang out with each other. We don't hang out with each other um, outside of the cafe or like speak in our own time. Um, anyways, I'm a sucker for a Diet Coke. Kind of addicted to the caffeine. So is he. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't... Okay. We, we made a joke about it or whatever. It's not really an inside joke, but yeah, I always order it when I eat it. Um, whenever I buy from the shop, it, oh, sorry. Whenever I buy from the shop, he always gives me a Diet Coke for free. My boyfriend has a problem with this. Says that he'd rather me not accept free, free drinks um, because he's flirting with me. He gets upset when I don't pay a, and drink the drink because it is free. I called my dad. I called my dad who's been married for 15 years and he says that he wouldn't he wouldn't care if his wife was offered a free drink from a friend and myself and uh, oh sorry and that even if Sal is flirting or not he should trust me not to mess with the other person. Um I'm wondering I'm wondering thoughts on this. Please just get better your English. I tend <laughs> I tend to get myself into toxic relationships without knowing red flags and wanted to know if that if it was normal. That's not normal. I understand that he is uncomfortable if a guy's flirting, but I wonder if it's too much to want me to have to pay for it when I go to eat there, especially if we're friends. For context, he gives his other friends free stuff too, not just me. Oh my god. Thanks guys. Yo, this yo, your man's is a is a financial moron. Yo, he's saying say, he's saying for you to get free goods, and he's like, nah, pay what? Yeah, <laughs> Thinking that this man is encroaching on your space. This, this this goes back to the insecurity thing, y'all. This yeah. man thinks that this man thinks that this dude is encroaching on his space when he owns the the the, the venue. I don't. I don't understand. And then he gets angry. Then he gets mad if she like tries to pay for it because yeah. because it's free, nigga. Of course it's free because they're friends. What? <laughs> You're not allowed, friends. <laughs> you want to be with me? That's the first thing that's gonna have to go. <laughs> this nigga must have ass friends, bro, because he doesn't understand the concept of friends giving stuff to each other things. He doesn't understand the concept. He's like, mm -mm, I don't get a, a good feeling from this Sal guy, Naji. Drop him. Drop, drop this man. Nathaniel, do you think maybe he's not feeling his aura? 
He's I yeah, I ain't feeling this man. <laughs> this man this man is giving me bad vibes. I, uh, that's a thumbs down from me, boyo. No, no, no. Here's, drop here's this man. all I'll say. If you have trouble noticing red flags, that's because you're stupid. Um, <laughs> this is a very obvious red flag. Anytime someone is yeah. trying to control you in a situation where you felt comfortable beforehand, you felt safe beforehand, and now they're telling you you're not safe, you're not comfortable, and they're rewriting history around you, that person is controlling and toxic. Simple as. And that's on God. That's on God. I mean, what, what would your advice be to this woman? I would honestly say, speak this through with your boyfriend tell him that if this is such a big issue for him that you're gonna have to think about it because i'm sorry this will be a thing that goes on your whole life and if you are an attractive woman you're gonna have men giving you attention up until the age of 40 if you're good, if you're lucky all right so you have to be with someone who is willing to accept that you're a beautiful woman and she just feels satisfied that you're with them rather than the only feeling satisfied that you're with no one else it sounds like the same thing, but it's completely different. Mm. Yeah, my advice would be you really need to just talk to them and say, this is just my friend. They give free drinks to everyone. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to stop accepting those free drinks because that's ridiculous. And if you have a problem, you deal with it yourself or you figure out if you still want to be with me. But I'm not putting any more emotional like investment into this because I've thought about it a lot and this is my decision. Yeah, like he's yeah, saying, it sounds he's like saying he's problem. flirting with you. Yeah. He's saying, Imagine getting free drinks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all that has to be said. Imagine him. Why would you take that from anyone? You know what? You know what? I have one. <laughs> you know what I mean, if not, it's cool. At least you still save me eight pounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what's 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 messed up as well? Is that bet if this boyfriend, if he had a female friend who gave him free Coca Colas, I bet he'd be in them willy nilly and he wouldn't see any bother with it. You know? Oh, of course yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, don't worry about it, babe. Yeah. This is just the way it goes. Yeah, maybe he'd be like, oh, don't worry, babe. She's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe that's what she should say. No, I'm joking. Don't yeah, say that. Just, be honest. Be like, be like he's an attractive man, and so far he's treating me nicer than you, you brick. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> on, no, no, exactly. That's yeah, exactly correct. You know, for me, that's another thing where I'm like, maybe I'm too quick to end relationships because for me that would be a big, big thing, and it has been a big, big thing. I, you know, I have three sisters. I have a lot of female friends. If someone came to me and was like, I don't want you to accept a good deed from this person who is your friend i would be like there is only selfish motivations for you not wanting me to have this relationship you know exactly. he wants you to he wants you to have this guy offer you a drink and you say no we're not flirting that's what he wants so he wants you to jeopardize a good relationship you already have for him and that's toxic yeah possessive. so true yeah. so fuck him i'd leave him yeah. Anyways, yeah, I, 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 wait, what was that called? I, I think it's worth me. Mm-hmm. It all depends on how um, soon into the relationship this happened, and the, obviously the more context to who he was. But I think most of the time, it's worth just ending it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you're both twenty-one. You're both young. Yeah, it feels weird that he, she said that, like, oh, he's, my boyfriend is, like, friends with all of these people, but yet he's still being weird about it. Yeah, exactly. Imagine having trust, like, yeah, imagine, like, amongst us, like, us boys, Dan, uh, Daniel, Nathaniel, like, one of us bought mm-hmm. each other, our, our girl a drink. It's like, thank you, thank you. 
You know, yeah. it's just not. Yeah, it's thank you. That was very, yeah, what, what a kind uh, gesture of, of yeah. my friend. Like, but also, yeah. Callum, if I didn't own a bar and I offered your girlfriend a free drink, you'd find a way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Actually, when I even think oh, with your girl, the comedy club, I think so I bought, oh, okay, I bought both of you a drink, actually. But... Yeah, do you see what I mean? If yeah, I yeah, only yeah. bought your girl a drink, you'd find it weird. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Uh, Unless I think you already I'm... had a drink or something. Yeah, I just feel that you're, you're just being a nice guy, you know. There's no yeah, point buying all If, if I didn't you. offer you, at least, you'd feel weird. Um, I feel, given our relationship, right, since we've been boys for like fucking like, like, 10 years now, yeah. I just feel that you're trying to introduce yourself to my girlfriend. And oh, yeah. It's more of a priority for you. And so I think in that case, I'd be cool. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of an example where I'd be upset. I don't think there is one. You know, um, I think buying a drink is the least, at least of one's worries. Uh, and it's not even an alcoholic beverage, food. it's a Diet Coke. Yeah, like chill the fuck you're not out. In a club, like, you're in a if I bought your girlfriend a diet coke, you wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Even if I did offer you. Imagine a girl breaking up with you all because you fucked over her diet coke, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> get your <laughs> I just feel like if you felt that this was as much of a wrong thing, enough to write it and send it and ask people for advice, you should end this because you're 21 years old and he's already being possessive. And you're too young. If you put up with this, he will be a possessive arsehole his whole life. He needs to know it's not all right. That is saying good shit. People. It's not your job to rule my life. And as far as I'm concerned, a guy trying to do it to a girl always seems a bit weirder, always seems a bit more intimidating, always seems a bit more nasty. So I have no time for it and I wouldn't have time for it if I was you. But anyways, I'm moving on. <clears throat> my 22-year-old female sister, um, I'm, I'm 20 years old, has asked me to stop eating with the family. <laughs> um, I suffer from depression and anxiety, so I often eat meals at weird times or have them alone in my room. Meanwhile, my sister, let's call her Jess, oh, that's my name, um, eats her, sorry, eats her meals with our mum. I used to join them all the time, but why is this in relationship? Oh, I suppose it's relationship with your mother. Yeah, fuck this question. <laughs> my boyfriend checked my phone. My girlfriend checked my phone and is shocked that I haven't cheated on her. Is this normal behaviour? <laughs> She's so shocked. Need to hear dude. anything else. Period. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my. She's like this boy. You're ugly. Um, <laughs> so to <laughs> move on. Sorry, as you were saying. <laughs> so two nights ago, someone kept messaging me and my 22-year-old male uh, boyfriend's phone um, kept getting notifications as I was cuddling with my... Oh, I kept getting notifications as I was cuddling with my girlfriend. Okay, so it's the guy writing this. Okay. And after a while, it was getting annoying. I went to check on my phone to see who it actually was. I casually opened my phone. It was a group that my friends had added me to. And my girlfriend grabbed the phone out of my hand, checked all the messages and contacts, gave it back to me, and then hugged me. It was so awkward. I was confused. She told me for the past two weeks, she thought that I had been cheating on her because we didn't have sex for a month um, because of the situation. I was shocked that she even considered I might cheat on her. Um, she is hot. I'll, I'll never even think about it. Um, should I be concerned I'm 
not experience in this normal thing for girls to, if, if this if this is a normal thing for girls to do sorry about my english by the way it's not my native language well your english was better than the last person and it was their native language wildly like enough them. yeah fuck that retard um sorry i, I wait she was going through a hard time i wish all the best um <laughs> what what do you guys think um is this normal behavior what? Um, I no, think this is part of you know what I was saying before about how people don't see partners or whatever as real people. There's this thing where girls are just so convinced, you know, it's the men are trash thing, you know, like mm. and so they will have a good man who really loves them and they will let themselves Wait, I bet we'll... their girl group chat was involved in this and they'll let themselves get all ramped up and then we I say we, but like girls I, tend to like encourage each other, be like, no, go check his phone. I bet he's like a bastard. Like, go do it. Like, no, this isn't wrong. Whereas we think we can do anything and it's fine when actually that's incredibly toxic and controlling and mm-hmm. horrible. So, are you saying that not all men are trash? Oh, <laughs> not all men. Not all men. Oh my god, you heard <laughs> it here first, folks. Clip it, boys. for all women. That is definitely a clip. For sure. Um, but, okay, for me personally, yeah, I'm, let me try to put myself in your boyfriend's shoes. Oh, I, I don't have to try, I've been there. Um, if you've done nothing wrong, you've not been talking to anyone, you've not given anyone a reason to feel like you're cheating, that person is insecure. And you are not going to convince an insecure person to trust you again. You did nothing to make them feel insecure about you cheating, and they did anyway. Meaning that mm-hmm. it's, it's a major red flag. There's going to be issues and arguments you have based on nothing you've done or have been doing. And you're going to genuinely, after being gaslighted so much, really start to feel your self-esteem go down. Start to feel like you're actually doing something wrong. And there's no way to treat someone who's done nothing wrong. In my yeah, personal feel- opinion, you're 20, she's 20. This would really make me think about the relationship we have. If she thought I was cheating for two weeks, has not spoken to me about it, and has instead chosen to check my phone without my permission. It's really hurtful um, to show that much distrust in your partner. Like, I think if, like, if that happened to me, if someone, like, checked my phone and had been convinced I was cheating, I'd be really upset. I'd be like, why do you not know me at all? Like... That would be upsetting, yeah. I guess they are just devil's advocate, yeah. Uh, even though I, I agree, like checking people's phones just like a complete breach of trust, and you clearly mm-hmm. have issues there. I feel it's just, I think, I feel given. Is it from the man's perspective? It's from the man's is. perspective. It happened two nights ago, and he's, they've not spoken about it. Yeah, so one, I feel it's up to you. You either have to. You either end it now, given the fact that there's a complete breach of trust in there, and um, given his um, definition of values, he might want to end it immediately. Well, but perhaps... it seems what he values the most is that she's hot. So that's another reason <laughs> okay, I probably cool. think, ah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if this is yeah, a healthy yeah, relationship. Okay. <laughs> so let's yeah, just, let's I say I wouldn't do it because I love her. He was like, yeah. she's hot, why would I? <laughs> <laughs> let's just simplify that the way he, he feels so passionately about her for whatever reason that he feels there perhaps might be hope. Okay, and for that, unfortunately, it's just the fact that she's hot. But I feel the very least, there's, there should be a conversation here where you actually have a discussion as to why did you feel. Caleb? 
Is that one else still here? Yeah, yeah. I, I can hear him. You, you can hear, hear him? him? I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Do I leave this in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was such an aggressive cut. What happened? <laughs> we, we need to remember where he was so he can remember where he was when he's back. Mm, that's Talking true, that's true. Hello? Hello, Hello. So like, straight up, I pulled it out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to figure out which USB board that I had the mic in. I was like, "Fuck, which one is it?" But anyway, I'm back. I'm back. So, mm. um, so where was I? I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah. So, it's up to, so, so with with him, it's up to him whether he feels so compelled to continue this relationship and fix it. But nonetheless, there still there needs to be a conversation there to understand why does she feel so compelled to check his phone is it that he maybe he did something wrong who knows only a conversation will find that out but it could be that she just has these toxic traits where she just felt compelled to search through his phone um but i feel only a conversation will decipher that and going to reddit and talking about it uh implies to me that he just wants an ex- either an excuse to end it there's either there's an excuse to end it which there is and it's entirely on your definition how old do you think you are whether you think this is salvageable given what you've been through together mm-hmm. or you talk it through and understand her perspective reddit can't tell you her perspective it sounds like you've never spoken to her about it before it also seems to me like she is not someone you could easily speak to about about it. yeah from what? Yeah, getting those bugs. Um, from what? They've not spoken about it for two days. She checked every single message and every single contact. She seems a bit controlling. And he didn't, uh, and he didn't what, say anything what, at the time. So as what well. did he feel? What, what, what did she do that he felt he couldn't bring it up? Well, she's already up. treating him like he's done something wrong. That's why he doesn't feel like he can bring it up. I, yeah, I, I, I think he was just I in that position yeah, when, when I was in that position you feel guilty you've done nothing mm, okay well again we're looking at the fact he's posted to reddit I would encourage him to bring this up because you can't just, yeah. you, can, you, you can't you have owe her that at least sure. you've, you've been wrong you were clearly wrong because the proof was in the pudding you didn't do anything you have every right to bring up why this happened I don't see why you have to bring it to Reddit to realize that you have the power to bring this up to someone. I think I think it's nothing more than an experience. Yeah, See, as he said uh, at the yeah, end, it was just like sure. it was his, it was his an experience and immature. Yeah, he doesn't really? like like literally just he hasn't had a, much, a lot of relationship like experience and doesn't know what to do. He was just kind of he stood there. He was kind of I imagine he was kind of shell shocked by the fact that she just hugged him and walked away. That he didn't raise it in the moment. Exactly. Like he was just kind of like uh uh. uh. I, I don't know what to do, and so he wanted like a second yeah. opinion, so for whatever reason, right? Sure. It was his first choice. And so he can either dump this person. But no, he, 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 he attempted to ask why. Oh, did he? I missed it, that. It, when did he do that? It was so awkward, and I was confused. She told me for the past week she'd thought I'd been cheating on her. So he asked her why. That was the oh, why. That's, that's yeah, the reason she. Say, okay. Okay. Yeah? So yeah, I'm he, she's not even given a justifiable reason like she's not she's not been like oh i'm sorry she's not apologized mm. he would have mentioned that he's mentioned everything else yeah again yeah, yeah sure she so I, it's I just normal it's normal the, the, the answer is is this normal for mo- behavior for most girls i think it's normal behavior for this girl in her mind it is yeah, yeah. because it doesn't it seem doesn't like she has any okay. kind of guilt or weirdness about it 
Mm. Yeah, she clearly went. I need to find the answers. Oh, cool! I found the answers. We're great. You didn't cheat on me, yay! And he's just been like, uh, <laughs> what? It sounds to me like that conversation was, uh, why did you do it? Oh, I thought you were cheating on me, and then it ended. Yeah. The conversation. So I, I just feel that conversation needed to go further. Yes, exactly. Why did you do this? Etc. Yeah, let's give him the fact that he's young. That it was super mm-hmm. awkward. Oh, absolutely. Super yeah, yeah, yeah. awkward. Um, I'm assuming he's not actually had a real conflict with this girl because there's no way you can do this after have already knowing like if you both have conflict management and you've both been in a relationship for a while you guys know how you're going to argue and you know that this would be a confrontation um, if you know how to healthily sort it I think from when he's saying oh the reason I'm not cheating is because you're hot you're not giving her the reassurance she needs she's not giving you the reassurance you need you're both too immature and young to make this work Like when a girl's like, I'm worried about you cheating, the worst thing you can say is, babe, you're hot. That's why I won't cheat on you. Because the or she's already thinking, I know there's girls out there hotter than me. If if my attraction is the only thing stopping you from cheating on me, then she she that she has a reason to feel insecure. Like it it, that that does seem like you can't provide the reassurance she needs. And she can't give you the patience and the benefit of the doubt that you need. So it's not going to work. It's going to get worse before it gets better. And you're 20. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just feel, till the are, a conversation needs to be had. And Reddit yeah. can't answer these questions for you, unfortunately. As young as you might be, all Reddit can do for you is tell you to go and have a conversation or end it. But I feel if you end it, this conversation will need to happen again with perhaps with someone else. You might fall into the same trap where someone else does the same thing to you, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, I just feel you need to talk to this person and either figure out what's going on, have, have find the root to our issues. And if you can't, curtains. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely screams of immaturity that, you know, that he is confused and he's, he's come to Reddit. He doesn't really know where to go from here. Definitely. Just be honest, communicate. That's the best thing you can do to find out whether there is something salvageable here or not. Yeah, I mean, I think this, I think yay hindsight said it best. Um, yes, grabbing the phone out of someone's hand is very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Definitely need a serious conversation about this. Well, they grab the phone out of the hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's, um, that's just, Because that's unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, you need That's a serious a conversation, and if you don't talk about it, it's an elephant in the room that will do your whole relationship. She already doesn't yep. trust you. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to build. My thing with an insecure person, and this is why it was my main red flag, you will, she will need to get help before she can trust you again. There's too many variables, and you are powerless to make her trust you. Because you've already done nothing to make her not trust you, except for the fact I feel like you probably don't reassure her at all, because you're immature and you don't realise you need to. But I feel like this is not the relationship to learn those lessons. I feel like you're both just going to make each other really feel awful. You already can't talk about this issue. This is not an issue that you shouldn't be able to talk about. You have to talk about it. Yeah. You have to. So I'm like, if a bigger issue happens, will you you go to Reddit again? Exactly. I just don't feel... The fuck made you think Reddit had all the answers? Who gave you that? You ended up on a podcast. 
<laughs> but no, that's true. And speaking of podcasts, this podcast is about to end, and I will end with a, a little, a little uh, <coughs> a poem. Can we sing Amazing Grace? Oh. <laughs> okay, we're not singing Amazing Grace. Um, <clears throat> so this is a very short one. You know, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's not that deep. I, I think it. I think it'll be a nice thing to end off on. <laughs> so I'll go to my dramatic voice. A million stars up in the sky. One shines brighter. I can't deny. A love so precious. A love so true. A love that comes from me to you. All right, guys. Have a beautiful day. And uh, tell your Valentine you love him. You weirdo. In a bit. Peace, homies. Thank you for listening to Darn.exe.